This is Coach Jim Guevara. You're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Welcome back to Follow Your Spirit. This week I have uh, Caitlin Buckley from Black and Red United. Caitlin, thank you for joining me again after been a, after a few weeks. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> That's what you decided on? You're like, oh, I want my response to be perfect. Uh, so, that would be perfect for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, earlier this week uh, I released a... Uh, an interview with Stephanie LeBay. Uh, and let me tell you, she is a lot of fun to talk with. I'm looking forward to, to chatting with her more often in post games as we move forward. Yeah, and the spirit back line has also been impressive too, so that's always a good thing. Uh, okay, Caitlin, let's look at, uh, let's, you know, this is coming out the evening before the Houston game. Uh, so that's where our focus should be. But let's uh, let's start with that with one positive, one negative coming out of the Portland game. All right. Give me give me your good and bad. All right, I'll make it simple. Good. They created probably the most offensive opportunities they have all season. Bad. None of them went in. <laughs> well, at least. Um, well, one so, of them technically went in the goal, but right. Right, right, but I called offside. I think um, my my good and bad is is going to be a little bit. Uh, I'm going to niche down a little bit to a specific player. Crystal Dunn finally got two shots on goal uh, after not being able to do so in the first three games. Of course, there was no concern, but it's nice to see that uh, her uh, her targeting is starting to become a little bit more accurate and. She was the, you know, she had the, the goal that got called back for offside. So um, I think there's definitely a positive there. Uh, negative, I think, uh, and I don't know if this is really a negative, but I think this is definitely a challenge. Um, and I, Maybe this is more about the season overall. Now I keep on, like, giving a disclaimer to this, right? I should just say it. Um, the It seems like they're still trying to find out which front line is going to work the best. And I and I know that there's going to be matchup differences that that Coach Gabert is going to take advantage of, but I but with Stengel starting the first two games and the net not starting, and then I think like Callie and Williams have sort of like switched back and forth on the amount of times which one gets subbed first, which one you know which one doesn't play, stuff like that. And so there's still a lot to figure out on that front line, um, and I think that. Maybe the Portland game showed which front line can be the most potent. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe that's maybe that's both a positive and a negative uh, when 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 uh, with the Portland game. Who on the front line do you, has do you think shows the most promise uh, so far? All right, I'm gonna cop out of this question and say just in offense in general. She's played on the front line a little bit. Uh, Diana Matheson. Just getting yeah. nonstop opportunities, also hustling back, working nonstop on defense. Great player. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm right there with you in that same. Uh, yeah, around, but you can count it as a front line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. 
You know, if you really think about it, I mean, it seems like Allie Krieger's up front just as much as anybody else some games. So uh, I suppose any player is uh, is uh, could be picked in, on that question. The one thing that does concern me um, about the spirit, we'll, we'll 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 get to actually the the overall assessment uh, towards the end. Let's actually let's look let's look at tomorrow's game against the Houston Dash. Uh, the Dash are uh, they're coming to the Plex. Uh, I've mentioned this before that. Um, the, the Sky Blue and uh, in Western New York were the only two teams that Washington had to face on the road before hosting at home. Uh, moving forward, every team they play, they'll host first and then go on the road. And I think that gives them at least a familiarity. Familiar, uh, I don't know why I can't say that word. That makes them more familiar with the team. Yeah. <laughs> gives them an advantage when going on the road. Uh, Portland, of course. Uh, well, Boston first, then Portland, and now uh, now Houston. Um, I actually, Houston's the one team that I actually haven't seen, I haven't been able to watch any part of one of their games. I've been, I've been watching some, uh, Orlando games, Chicago. Um, have you, how familiar are you with Houston four games into the season? Uh, you know, obviously not an expert, but I think they've had, <laughs> um, some kind of like up and down. I thought they looked pretty decent, um, against FC Kansas City. And then they definitely improved in the second half. They're a lot more, um, I think they're better offensively than they were last year. Not that that's saying a ton. And then kind of defensively, they look a bit calmer, I guess. I don't know. I think they their, de- their defense has been tested and has struggled sometimes. And I think that's definitely going to continue against the spirit Um you know, Waldrum's mentioned the challenge of playing the Spirit at home, and you saw that last season. But um, so yeah, I think I think the Spirit have the upper hand going into this, but it's not going to be an easy game for them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Looking at uh, you know when when I haven't been able to see a, see a team, I really can just go to box scores and numbers and see how they match up there. Um, Looking at numbers, uh, Houston's taken 53 shots, 26 of them on goal, giving them a 40, 49% SOG uh, percentage, which is uh, significantly better than the 39% that the Spirit um, have. They have 51 shots still, so they're they're um, as potent as anybody else, but uh, their accuracy definitely needs to improve. Um, I think sometimes... Uh, I think a lot. Some of that I think came from the first game when some of the some of the newer players. I think nerves and not even the newer players. I think everybody was just excited. Uh, Callie and Nairn both, uh, you know, their trigger trigger finger got the best of them, and uh, some shots went wide. Of course, and that affects the um, the accuracy rate. Where I think that we have uh, a definite advantage is at in keeper. Um, Lydia Williams, uh, the keeper. I haven't seen anything that says that she won't be starting tomorrow, have you? No, I would assume she'd start. Yeah, um, and then, of course, uh, Stephanie LeBay. LeBay with a 91% uh, save rate. She's ha- seen 11 shots on goal come her way, and only one of them has uh, has been conceded. Uh, 19 shots on goal uh, against Lydia Williams, and uh, she's let five of those squeak through. So uh, I think that you know, you you look at the you look at the formula that the spirit has been able to. Let me get your thoughts on this. It seems like the spirit have been able to create chances earlier than their opponents, and that was definitely seen in 
um, in the first and the third game against Western New York, where uh, in the first game, three minutes in, Loman gets the, the bicycle kick, um, and then Matheson with a quick score, I believe, against was it Western New York or Sky Blue? I can't remember which one. Must have been Western New York, yeah. Um, then and then Sky, in Sky Blue, they also they pressed. Um, they had the upper hand easily for the first yeah. fifteen minutes, and then kind of uh, you know loosened the pressure a little bit. And then in the second half, uh, Sky Blue kind of took more control, especially in kind of around the sixty-minute mark a bit. Right. So I think I think that um, you know playing at home against a team that. Um, you know, has has conceded, uh, you know, a number of goals. I think that if the spirit holds true to those early opportunities, um, I think that they'll definitely have an advantage there. Um, what do you – what's the right question here? Well, I don't know. To... <laughs> well, I'm thinking, Caitlin. That's, that was a rhetorical question. Um Looking at uh, looking at the spirit, uh, and we can apply this to Houston, but maybe we can even just do say it overall. Um, if you were to if you were to have a point of skill, if you had like uh, if if they were if you had, if you, they had, if they were rated on their skill on the front line, the midfield, and the back line, uh, and you had an opportunity to give them just a little bit more talent uh, in any of those sections, uh, where do you think they could really sharpen up? Um, as a squad. Okay, so... that makes sense? I'm trying to make a bit sense of it. Um, yeah, I try, I'm trying to make a really weird role-playing game uh, example of this, but that did not work. Simplifying that question... Um, kind of areas of improvement. I'll yeah, where, where on the field do you think, uh, you know, they're maybe the most vulnerable or could use the most work right now? Um... I think for the dash, maybe a bit kind of like a center back to kind of like anchor the back line. I think you can get that with Carrier Care, who might uh, start this weekend. Saw some stuff about that. She's uh, struggled with like a torn labrum in her hip, something like that. Don't quote me, but um, it looks like she's kind of getting back, and hopefully for the dash, she might see some minutes this weekend. And then for the spirit, they've been very balanced. Uh, yeah. Throughout, um, hmm. I think particularly defensively, the Spirit have really done a good job of limiting kind of the quality shots. Um, maybe a bit on the flanks. I think the Spirit can kind of are pretty are vulnerable on the flanks, but overall they've been quite balanced this year. It's been impressive to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I asked earlier in the week to the, the handful of reporters that, that join us uh, each week, you know, which was more surprising, Spear in first, uh, Rain in six. And, uh, you know, I think obviously the easy answer was Spear in first, but um, I was sort of interested to see yeah. uh, what, you know, I, I, already, I knew that that was, you know, the point of that was to sort of stir up a conversation on why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um as everybody has sort of pointed out, and uh, you know, Kevin at, at All White Kid has said this a number of times throughout the season already. This is just a really fun team to watch right now, yeah. and they—it's just they've they've dealt with a lot of, uh, especially in the Western New York game. There was a lot of panic uh, on defense. They got away with a few things, I think. 
Um, but other than that, things have been pretty steady, and you can sort of there's sort of confidence that no matter where the ball is on the field, that the Spirit are going to be able to come away um, with the advantage. Yeah, I'd agree. And then, uh, yeah, that tweet was a tough question, but. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I mean, also with the rain, they didn't have a great start to the season last year. And with their injuries, I guess the injuries, well, to Fishlock, really, the injuries, the big surprise. And, you know, that's really kind of upset their balance. And I'm I'm not concerned if I was their coach. I wouldn't be concerned overall for the season yet. But, you know, in a game or two, you could start to have some concern. I think getting shut out last week, that's just unheard of not with the rain past couple of seasons. And then with the spirit, just like the spirit doing well on the road, the spirit and good back line being used in the same sentence, it's just like world altering, not mind altering. Just they were never synonymous with the spirit. So it is quite a shock to see that. And I think even in the Portland Thorns game, they tried to maintain some composure I mean, you really, it was a pretty rough, uh, chippy game, odd game, but I think they're a bit calmer, and they still are pretty creative. Uh, I think they can vary up their attack a decent amount. Not as much, they didn't do that that well in the Western New York game necessarily, but I think overall they're a good team. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, um, Mark Parsons' video that came out, earlier this week that had some interesting comments about the atmosphere and how the teams interacted and how the, how the fans cheered. I thought it was actually kind of bizarre coming from a guy who coached here just last year, who, who like knows that that's the atmosphere and knows that that's how um, playing at the Maryland soccer plex is what was your take on on his comments regarding how the fans and the team uh, acted during the game? Huh, I didn't see um, your comments you're mentioning about the fans. I just saw a couple comments. I think Allie Long kind of hit on it. You know, oh, she's, you know, competitive, and it shows that. To be honest, I thought those two yellow cards were in- completely unnecessary, and um, I wouldn't go as and just unnecessary. And I think, you know, if you're competitive, you want to stay on the field. Uh, and I think kind of the game, they kind of, both teams kind of struggled to calm themselves down and kind of get in the game, find a rhythm. And I think the moment kind of got to her head or whatever. I'm not Tobin Heath. I don't know what happened, but right. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I agree with you there. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's wrap up with, um, uh, let's rapid fire questions. Quick, quick answers to this. Um, who who scores? Who scores first moving forward? Uh, Callie Farkinson or Shannon Williams? Williams. Really? Uh, I'm going Callie. I'm going with Callie. Okay. Put it on the board. All right. Um. Um. True or false, Stephanie LeBay will lead the league in clean sheets at the end of the season. True. <laughs> I don't know. If the biggest team's continuing, I'll add, like, my 10. Like. 
Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, she's she's right there, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no reason to think, uh, as of right now, there's no reason to believe that she can't do that. Yeah. She's tied for second. Uh, Chicago, the only other team with uh, with the same amount of clean sheets. And I think, you know, the opponents, you know, besides the Thorns, they haven't been the toughest opponents yet. And, you know, the Thorns last week and the Dash this week will test the spirit. And, you know, we can look at how they do under that kind of pressure and see what that means for the rest of the season. But they look good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the back line has really limited the quality of shots and the number of shots. And, you know, that's really helps the keeper, and the keeper's also a part of that, too. Yeah. Uh, one last one, and then we'll get your your prediction for tomorrow night. Um, Crystal, uh, man, I, was, <laughs> I almost said something really, really ridiculous right there. That's not what I meant to say. I almost said Crystal Dunn goes scoreless for the season. That's, that's not bad. what I meant. Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, what was I? Um, man. Alright, you want to fire question? Yeah. You want to fire question your way? Give All it right. to me. Rain delay tomorrow, yes, no. Or thunderstorm delay, yeah. I guess. Oh, see, I, I would say no, but that's because I'm I'm sort of more unfamiliar with what cancel or what pushes a soccer oh, th- game. Oh, thunder, lightning. Um. I'm gonna say yes because it looks like the the heart of it is still is sort of predicted to sort of happen at uh, at kickoff. Uh, things start getting stormy around four. I don't know. Um, now it's it there it's hot uh, high temperatures, which means every it's gonna be sort of unpredictable and it's gonna rain quick and fast and hard when it does. So we may see uh, the brood of it come in at five six o'clock. Um, and then clear up for seven, and maybe by then they hadn't uh, they haven't called it. But uh, I'm gonna say right now I'm anticipating uh, staying inside the press box the entire time and having the weather affect the the time of the game. All right, that's, that's a All right. good. Just don't jinx that, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I can't remember. I can't remember where I was trying you to go said with. Yes, uh, then you were like ah, not really. So good quick fire there. Yeah, like that. Oh, here we go. This is what I meant. Um, Crystal Dunn, uh, at the end of the, at the end of the season, Crystal Dunn has more assists or more goals. Yeah, uh, I think there. she's getting uh, pressed a ton. She, I mean, her the defense on her is just ridiculous, um, and but she's responding well and you know helping the rest of the team. Good for her. Yep. All right. So tomorrow night, what do you think? You know, we don't have to call scores, but uh, what outcome? Three, one, or zero points? Um. Three points for someone. Um, Three points for someone? Yeah, okay. So, uh, I'd give the edge to the spear in like a close one zero something. See, I haven't I haven't called a draw all season, and I'm going to call this one a draw, and the spirit are going to make me look like a fool with like a 3-1 win or something Just like that. Just to correct you, uh, did call a draw last week. You were like, eh, I think it's going to be a 0-0 zero, zero when we were all making predictions at the start of the game. Just oh, I did. No, I said I said. I say uh, it was two. I said two two. I thought I thought there was going to be some scoring. Given the shots, that would have been a reasonable outcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Caitlin, we are following you at Caitlin Buckley two. Is that right? Yeah, and you are running at Black and Red United. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll do this again soon. All right, my pleasure. Thank you.